there and can make it back. Salutations and shit, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of your favorite travel podcast, Travel and Shit, where I, your host, D. Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. Good folks, this happens to be the last episode of the good Lord's 2021. It was one fuck of a year. I, um... I'm not very big on new year resolutions. Um, I think mostly because I tend to have a difficult time being. Hmm. I have something with goals, like setting goals for me sometimes can feel, um, a little difficult because it makes me feel like I am locking myself into something. I'm putting on lotion. If you can hear my dry ass hands rubbing together. Um, so I, I just, it's, I'm a, I can do lists, right? Like I have a list of shit to do for the day, a list of things that I want to accomplish in a working session or whatever. But when it comes to, goals, something about them just doesn't seem to resonate with me. Um, you know, short-term, long-term, it's not like I've never done it before. It's just not something that I feel like, "Mm, you know what it could be? It could be because if you don't necessarily, uh, write it down, you can't not do it. Also, if you don't set your, well, I don't want to say if you don't set your intentions. Well, I guess also if you don't want to fall short, don't aim for anything. If you don't want to feel, I feel confined when I say I want to do this, 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 this. Well, what if I change my mind? I'm big on changing my mind, right? Can you tell I just jumped the fuck in? Cause a bitch is hungry. I want to get to dinner. Um, I feel at times that when I say I want to do one, two, three, I'm going to spend my time doing these three three things and then miss out on all the incredible things that are outside of those three things. Now, I don't know why the idea of, I don't know if I want to say exclusivity. Like, I don't know why I cannot see all those things just you know, happening together. Like while I'm trying to accomplish those one, two, three things, I don't know why it is so difficult for me to feel as if I don't still have that space to do other really incredible things. Although my attention or focus is on, uh, three things at hand. It just feels inauthentic to me to have, um, resolutions, but at the same time, it still kind of feels hmm, unproductive to not have any goals. So all that being said, I've never really been a new year's resolution kind of girl. I've always kind of felt like first, let me start with new year, new year's historically hasn't been the best time of year for me. Uh, there's always it always feels as if something is like coming to a head. Now, mind you, I 
still kind of enjoy New Year's. I enjoy new starts, fresh beginnings, and I love what it is for other people, right? You know, it's kind of like some people that say, oh, I'm not really a Christmas fan, but can still concede to other people uh, loving the holiday and, you know, don't detect, uh, detract from what other people enjoy about the day because it's not really their jam. That's the way I feel about New Year's. I would never want to um, shit on a day or, you know, kind of take away from the enjoyment that other people experience uh, setting goals and having new year resolutions to look forward to. Um, it's just not really my bag. It's not my thing. I don't really, um, look to do those things. Now I have generally been the person that just falls asleep on the couch and wakes up. Oh shit. Nobody woke me up for the ball drop or totally missed it. It's two 30 in the morning. And then I just take my ass to the bed. Um, I don't intend to change that. Uh, COVID aside, it's not really, um, you know, anything that I look to celebrate because I am also one of those people that kind of feels like, well, if you want to do something new, if you want to start anew, you don't have to wait till January 1st. You could do it on December 17th. You can do it April 12th. It, it doesn't really matter, but Doing the same things and expecting new results. Insanity, right? So giving this whole um, goal setting thing a shot. And I can't say that I have, you know, really committed to diving in headfirst or put any time frames on it. And I don't know if for me, that is more so of a security blanket so that I can avoid failure, if you will. Uh, But I've given a little bit of thought to some of, and lighthearted thought, I wasn't trying to get deep here. I just wanted to kind of have a list of things to look forward to. So still waiting on this fucking car. I have created a Amazon list of accessories and shit to buy. So I am just consistently telling myself that every day without is a day closer to the car, finally getting inspected and me getting the title so that I can register and all the other kind of shit. And in that space of trying to get better at being patient because I'm not good at being patient. I don't have a fucking choice, but to be patient. I'm not being patient. I'm just waiting. I feel that patience has the implication of calm. However, maybe that's a misconception that I want to possibly dig into investigating. Is that what patience really means? Do you have to be calm in your wait to be considered patient? I'm going to Google that see what the good folks, uh, the learned folks, if you will, have um, decided on that matter. But I am not exactly a naturally patient person. I um, am very patient with children because I know children don't know any better and children are learning to be human beings. So I, that's a different ballpark. I am very patient with children. Adults, not so much. 
once I feel like you've reached that point where something or whatever the matter at hand is, once I feel as if you've gotten to a point in life where this shouldn't be complicated for you outside of capacity and what other um, things may keep you from being able to complete said task um, at a functionally acceptable level to me, um, outside of certain things that would deem that difficult, whether it be um, physical or mental limitations, um, financial limitations or whatever, you know, I'm a very open-minded person. I can think of a million reason, uh, a million ways and reasons why someone may or may not be able to um, do something. But um, if I feel like if it's something like following simple directions, like if I tell you, you know, um, take your jacket off and hang it on this hook over here, but you, um, you know, proceed to go into the space with your jacket on, it's just like, well, what about you is prohibiting you from following the very simple directions of taking your jacket off and putting it up here? You know, stuff like that. But anyway, um, I am going to try to, you know, give myself a few things to look forward to. Um, I'd mentioned my, uh, car. I have a Amazon list of little accessories and by accessories, I mean, uh, floor mats, um, the gook, like the, the, the silly putty that you use to clean the vents. Uh, what else did I put on there? I think I put mud guards or splash guards or something stupid shit, but just to entertain me, something to occupy my mind and help me, you know, wait and see, or to help me distract myself from the fact that I am not driving the car that I'm paying for. That being said, I have a couple of things, travel related, of course, that I kind of want to accomplish. Some of them I would like to accomplish by a certain date. Um, and those are the first three things on my list. I definitely want to do by a certain date only because of what the actual goals are. Other than that, there's really no, um, I don't want to say limit, but there's no real, I don't want to say right or wrong. A lot of things are just fucking seasonal. You know what I mean? Like Certain trips you just do during the winter, certain trips you do during the summer. So I don't have a time window. I don't have a um, span or a um, idea of when I want to get it done. That's of really no importance to me. The point is I want to have something to fucking look forward to in terms of travel for next year. And I feel like if I can focus on what these things are getting done, I'll be able to personally say that I have been able to accomplish some things that I've just had my eye on. And every once in a while, I am able to see where, huh, look at what I actually have wanted to do that for a while and that's gotten done. It feels good to have that little bit of, or that sense of accomplishment or progress, development, to be able to see some aspects of growth, right? So the first thing on the list 
is renewing my fucking passport. It expired like in May. And I knew that with COVID, I wasn't traveling anywhere. So the idea of renewing my passport before it expired wasn't exactly first um, first of mine because I knew I wasn't going nowhere. Also, a lot of the offices are fucking clo- were closed at the time. So I didn't want my passport just randomly sitting on a desk that may or may not have a person show up to in God knows how long. So I just felt more comfortable keeping my passport with me on my person expired or not, because at some point I would need to um, send it in and I didn't want uh, anything to come up that would hinder that in the future. So I got my shit and I I felt like when things, I don't wanna say clean up, but when they, start making a little bit more sense when things started opening up again, I would send uh, the password out and get it renewed. Well, that has happened and possibly unhappened. I don't know what the fuck is going on with the office now. I know that at least for this date for inspection, the state is moving quite, quite fucking slow. So I uh, anticipate that being the case for passports as well. However, I have heard of people renewing their passport and getting it back in like a matter of weeks, as in like two to four weeks kind of thing, which generally no one ever expects. So that's one of those things that is high on my list. Also high on that list is getting um, that real ID. So as of May 3rd, 2023, U.S. travelers must be real ID compliant to board domestic flights and access certain federal facilities. Um, I will include the website for that, the um, state website at that, not the state, the um, federal website. It's uh, dhs.gov slash real, what is that, hyphen, the dash, real hyphen ID. Um, That will give you whatever your state's requirements are and all that jazz if you're here in these good old uh us of a uh it'll give you the requirements and the information the dates and the uh paperwork that you will need to get that done so i have to renew my license anyway because it expires within the next year or two so it doesn't make sense for me to just renew the license and not get the enhanced id so since i have to do that it is going to Y'all, I don't like paperwork. I don't understand what it is about paperwork that is so intimidating to me. I know what my fucking name is. I know my social. I know all my demographics. So filling it out is just, you know what? I think it's because, and I don't know, y'all knew um, the new babies. Y'all got to let me know what y'all process for getting jobs is like now because I... I just never saw the point in having a resume if I still needed to fill out a fucking application, right? So it was one of those things that I think it just kind of stuck with me where it's, I've just always had to fill out so much stuff and just, I just, I don't like it. The, as soon as there's like an application process or as soon as there's more than, I don't even, even with checkout, do you need my phone number? Do do you really need, um, do I need to sign in? Do I, can I just be a guest? Just, I need you to just give you the address where it's shipping. 
this is who to build. I, I do not like filling in fields of information. I don't fucking like it. So that is part of what the holdup, if you will, for doing both of these things has been just because I personally do not like paperwork. I couldn't tell you why it is so offensive to me. Maybe because I, in the back of my mind, feel like I'm just going to fuck it up and have to start all over again. Or I'm going to do all this work to send it in and something be wrong. I don't know y'all, but I don't like filling things out. So that being said, those are the two things that are at the top of my list that are also, in a sense, at the bottom of the list in terms of things that I actually want to do. But those are things that I would absolutely want to get done first quarter. I should have done them both before the year ended, yet here we are. Um, the last thing that I had that I wanted to do in, say, the first quarter or so was attempt skiing again. So obviously it's contingent on the weather. I'm not skiing anywhere by where I live, but I would love to do a, what, um, maybe Colorado, Utah, Montana, one of those, um, someplace in that region and do a really nice resort. So that's obviously not going, well, no, not obviously because y'all don't know my pockets. I ain't got it. So definitely not happening uh, first quarter. But it's what I would like to do. But you know what? Maybe I shouldn't put that, again, I meant, I started off by saying limitations and here I go setting a limitation. So we're not doing times, right? I just want to go to, I want to try skiing again. So I don't know if I ever told my skiing story on the podcast. I went skiing in high school. I want to say it was, it was our senior class trip because for our junior trip, we went to Disney World and I, hmm, Disney World episode. Let me write that down. We should definitely do one of those because I know some of y'all are quite Disney fanatics. So I would want to do a fun little spin on it and not just, you know, Oh, Disney World is fun. I've been so many times. Let's talk. I'd want to do something a little more um, interesting for me, if you will. But um, did Disney Junior Trip, we did a ski trip for my senior year. And we only went for like a weekend, which was strange considering the bigger trip. Oh, I guess, you know what it was? I think we did it junior year because senior year, you have so many other costs um, associated with being a senior, like you got your senior pictures, you got prom, you got, um, you know, all, all those college applications. Well, actually you should have been doing college applications I'd assume before then, but that's all speculation. Cause I'm grown now. I couldn't tell you shit about what my high school experience was outside of wasn't a big fan of the school, but I loved my high school experience. If that makes sense. But we did skiing, did the whole horseback riding, um, and that I enjoyed. The skiing part was fun until, sorry guys, I hit the mics. Um, it was fun until 
I was going down a little bunny slope and my best friend at the time, she fell. So the little guy on the little snowmobile comes out to help her get up and he stops his snowmobile directly in my path. Now, mind you, I am eyeballing the fuck out of this path because I don't know how to veer directions. Like I don't know how to go left, go right. I just know core, stand up straight, don't fall. That's all I got. And I'm trying to desperately impress upon this man, bro, you got the move. Like I, I can't get around you and your little mobile, like you stopped directly in front of where I'm going to end up. And he's steady ignoring me and just like go around and getting her. And I'm like, this isn't going to end well. And so of course I felt. And it wasn't like traumatic. I didn't break anything or hurt anything, but it was just like, this absolutely could have been avoided. And it really left a terrible taste in my mouth. I don't remember why, I I can't for the life of me think of why it bothered me so much. I think it was the whole being ignored thing. It's just like, my nigga, like your whole job is to like pick people up when they fall. Wouldn't you want like less people to fall? Like, you doing one thing is now making it happen again. It, it it just really didn't sit well with me. I And that was 2002, maybe. Yeah, 2002 or 2003. Um, that being said, I haven't been skiing since. Haven't really uh, seen much interest in it, honestly. If I were to, I never even did those. Remember when they did like a bunch of ski trips? I don't know if you are, I don't know about your region, but in New York, there were so many bus trips that went to the Poconos, ski trips. It was really pop-off trips. And I was never really interested in going. One, because I knew I did not want to fucking go ski. Two, I just felt like, mm, am I going to get along with the people there? Am I wanting to share the very few, I would assume, attractive people that will be up there with the other? I just felt like it was a lot of swapping and sharing going on in the trips. And I just wasn't interested. Ouch, that fucking hurt. Damn, I leaned on my elbow really hard. Um, But there were a ton of ski trips that some of my friends used to go to and it just was never my jam. And so over the years, I have had the opportunity to try again. But between that past experience and then the options of folks that I was going to go with, it just didn't really... um, It wasn't up my alley. It would have always been a group of my friends' friends if I were to go. It was never going to be a group of me and my friends going. It was always like, oh, my homeboy is throwing a bus trip or my homegirl is doing a bus trip or my friend from this school is doing this. And I was always feeling, I always felt as if I would be the odd man out because, all right, girl, I know you or I know y'all three, and this is probably going to be, the way you're talking about it, it's going to be like 125 people. I'm good on that. I'm good. Never been my uh, 
I've never been, I don't want to say um, mixy, but never been mixy. Um, so that wasn't something that I had the opportunity to do a lot of in the past. Going forward, I would love to go with a boyfriend to a really cute little ski resort, um, do some snow shit. I could see doing snowboarding maybe. I could see trying um, maybe like a snowmobile, like if you can ATV in the snow with the shits. So I definitely want to try more experiences and with as many water sports as there are, they've got to be, you know, I won't say comparable snow sports, but there's got to be cold weather shit that niggas do. Right. So I would be really curious to try some cold weather shit, um, at a really nice little resort and best case scenario, it'd be like some real swanky shit. Um, but we'll see. Right. I would prefer experience. It doesn't need to be, uh, a luxury trip. I would prefer, um, a really high on experience and not necessarily just high on price because it's pricey. If, if I'm going to spend bread, bread to do it, I would rather know that when I spend this money, this is what I'm getting in return. When I spend this money, I know that I'll have all of these amenities at my disposal and shit like that. So if I do it, I would want it to be, um, a top tier uh, experience in my book in terms of the experiences at my disposal and not necessarily just someplace that's got really nice rooms. You know, because for a really nice room, I'd rather just rent a cabin someplace and just stay someplace where it's snowing and we can go on, you know, um, a relatively easy enough to follow hike or walk in with the snow because a lot of markings and stuff are covered in the snow. So you don't necessarily want to hike where you can't see where your path is, especially a motherfucker like me that's always lost. Um, so those are the things that I had at top of mind to do. Um, and skiing was only at the top of that because it's cold now, but it'll also be a cold at the end of next year. So it doesn't necessarily have to be first quarter. It could also be fourth quarter. Um, the next thing that I had on here was an adventure trip for Binksy. So my dog will be 14 in April. My furry baby, my, uh, and I've had her all 14 years. I got her when she was about 12 weeks old. So we have been through the things. We've been through all the things together. Binksy has been part of all of my adult life for the most part, um, got her in 2008, right after I got my first apartment because my mama was one of those no dogs in the house kind of thing. Now that I have a dog, I fucking get it. I get it. Um, oddly enough, my mama also swore a dog would never this, 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 and this, and that, 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 and that are all things that she lets the dog do. So just reminding you. Um, but you know, love my Binksy. She has been quite the co-host for quite a few episodes. Maybe we'll see if we can have her do a little, uh, cameo at the end for the YouTubes. Um, but she's getting older and I know I don't have her forever, unfortunately, 
but I, you know, find that her personality is pretty much the same. We're the same person because God forbid she thinks she's a dog. I'm pretty certain she thinks she's a person. Um, and she's me with fur. I truly believe her to be, oh no, I don't even have to say I believe her to be. She is as adventurous as I am. She is quite, quite a gem. And I really want her to have the joy of like running around in new, huge, unrestricted green spaces. I know how good I feel when I get the opportunity to um, get outside the city and be outside in nature and smell that clean air and what that feels like. And I would love for her to have that experience as well. Absolutely want her to experience air that isn't tainted by fucking cars. Um, I want her to be able to swim. I know that when the, it was the cutest thing. It was a time that my dad and I were hosing her and we were hosing her down in the backyard. She has this thing where she will roll around and catch it like every second or third visit. It's like not every visit, but like if I go by three times that third time, she's going to fucking roll around and catch it. My parents have a huge yard and the dog will. And also they live in Queens we all live in New York. And so we got a shit ton of stray animals, especially stray cats. And my dog will always find, catch it someplace in that yard to roll around and smell disgusting, absolutely horrible. So of course we got to give her a bath as soon as it happens. So my dad and I are outside and we're hosing her down and he's holding her so that I can hose her and he's holding her and I'm hosing her and she starts paddling. We're in the yard. Ain't no body of water. We're not even in a little kiddie pool. We're just on the, we're on the concrete. We're in the, we're on the, what do you call it? The driveway. We're in the driveway and I've got the hose on her back and she's doggy paddling. Like she's swimming. It was the cutest thing. And it, it, oh, it, y'all, it was such, I'll never forget that moment with her, but it was such a joy to see her being because I swear she's got like some of the worst dog instincts this is another reason why I really think she thinks she's a person because she doesn't really have the doggiest of dog instincts that being said um I really want her to be able to swim put her into I want to do a lake personally I would want to have her in uh or a pond or something that's n- not as, uh, I don't need, I don't want strong currents and tides. I want to be able to have her, you know, swim somewhat freely and have me be able to swim with her and be able to get to her should she get tired or scared or whatever. Like I don't, I would never let her off leash at uh, the beach just because I swear she, and she's small. If you haven't seen her, uh, Binksy's about 10 pounds. Uh, and she's a mini poodle. I'd say she is about, if this is a 13 inch MacBook, she might be like 16 inches long, give or take. She's a little bit longer than, 
Yeah. She's about 16 inches, give or take, right? So, small girl, adorable. She's very much so a lap dog. And I really want her to be able to go hiking, run around outside and just get tired um, and swim and have those same uh, memories of being outside and being a free spirit just in the world and not, you know, stop at this curb, stop here. We can't go here. Wait for this car to cross. We gotta wait for this light. It, I don't want her, I want her to have something a little bit more than just a city life while she can still enjoy it. Like, I don't want to wait until she's like 16 or 18, or I think she's got like glaucoma or something. We ain't paying to fix that. And it's all, you can't fix it. Like it's a degenerative disease. Like there is no fixing that. Um, that being said, I want to take her when she can still fucking see, you know, I want to take her when she can still run. I want to take her before, you know, anything goes wrong. I don't know what her, um, doggy health future looks like. And I want her to be able to enjoy it as much as possible. So that is also very high up on the list, but we're not going to do anything in the summertime because it also has to be something that I can drive to. I would never feel comfortable um, outside of a, an extensive uh, emergency, feel comfortable putting her on a plane this late in life for the first time. So anywhere we go, we would have to be able to um, drive to. So I'm thinking maybe like Lake George, Lake Placid or something, you know, something kind of upstate, not upstate, or um, maybe, y'all, I don't know. I just want to go someplace, or maybe out east, maybe out east. There are so many different places that are close to New York that we can um, go, and I've got a couple of ideas. I've scouted out a couple, couple different places, excuse me, but I also still want to be able to enjoy the trip myself. So best case scenario, like a perfect trip would be someplace that has like, I don't want to say a like dog boarding built in because she's pretty straight, you know, by herself in a house, but I don't feel comfortable leaving her at someone's house that she's not familiar with. I don't know what all is on the floor or what they clean with or, you know, what all prior guests may have left behind that didn't get seen by whomever is cleaning. I don't want her eating anything. She has no business eating. I don't want her getting hurt by anything. So the idea of just like leaving her in a hotel room or like in a cabin or something doesn't really sit right. And I also really wouldn't want to leave her in like a crate or anything while um, we're not there. So it would obviously be like a short trip. And it would be someplace where if we decided to go out for dinner so that we can have, you know, a night for ourselves to do something like in the town or in the area that we're in, I would want to have her someplace where I would feel comfortable leaving her knowing that it was designed to, um, or designed with the intention of having dogs stay at that property or stay at that space. So, um, and the last, also, I don't want to end up paying for any, um, wild deposit fee or not getting something back because she damaged something in the room either. So, um, that is definitely something that I am going to do. And I'm looking forward to doing that actually the most, 
on um, the list. I really do want to, um, you know, travel with the dog, but of course not far because I just wouldn't want her to be um, in the car for that long. So that's uh, high up on the list. I also have on here camping. I would not feel comfortable bringing Binksy on a camping trip only because she is quite the adventurer and I don't, th- I would never trust going to sleep at night outdoors and think that my, that I would wake up with the dog next to me. Like she probably would, like I'm 90% sure she wouldn't go anywhere, but I'm also 90% sure that I wouldn't, I'm 100% sure that I wouldn't trust the situation to actually do it. So unless I had her like on a leash and I slept with the leash attached to my waist so that if she got up and tried to walk away, she wouldn't be able to. And I also don't want to restrict her like that. Like I don't want to leash her, you know, just so that we can sleep. I don't want to do that. So, um, I do want to go camping, but I don't necessarily want to bring the dog. Um, I mean, we would be possibly in a tent, but I also don't want her to wake up and have to use the bathroom and then be stuck in the tent and not be able to wake me up. I'm a heavy sleeper. So um, there's that. So bringing the dog on a camping trip, not, I I would want to have more experiences with her outside before I felt comfortable bringing her camping or bringing her in a situation where we would be sleeping outside someplace. But I absolutely do want to go camping. I would do the tent option. I can't see myself just sleeping on a sleeping bag anymore. I did that in sleepaway camp when I was like 10, 12. Good fucking times. However, the one thing that I do remember from that camping trip was waking up with mosquito bites all over my hands. Like my hands were covered in mosquito bites. It was the grossest and weirdest thing. And of course the camp had run out of calamine lotion because kids in camp. And that's when they taught me to put toothpaste. If you can't, if you run out of calamine lotion, you don't use gel, you use toothpaste and you can put that on your bug bite. And apparently the paste dries it out the same way calamine lotion does. That's what the counselor told me or whoever the nurse nigga was. I don't remember who, but I was 10. What was I going to say? And it smelled minty. It was cool. It was exciting to me at the time. Um, haven't done it since, I don't think. I mean, I probably have. But you know how you put, um, what do you call it? Uh, toothpaste on a pimple or a zit. You can put that on, um, you can, if you didn't know. Um, again, paste, not gel, and it'll dry it out. I don't know if there is an actual chemical that's in the toothpaste that aids with that or not. Not what my degree is in, Um, but there you go. So camping, I would probably do, I know I've wanted to go camping for a while. I just didn't have anybody that I could really talk into going camping with me. Boyfriend will absolutely go camping with me. I think that I would want to do maybe Long Island or someplace, you know, not too far away again, because one, I would absolutely intend to bring a fair amount of equipment, um, you know, tent and the airbed. Cause I'm at that bigly age where 
I sleep wrong. It's a dud for my back and my neck. So I need something. So those kinds of things. Um, and I love a good gadget. I'm certain I will figure out a bunch of shit for me to buy for said camping trip. And it would be nice if we found some place that was actually like a nice campground where we could go, um, where we could park, hike, maybe have some water access and a little bit of privacy, but also not be completely out in the middle of no man's land where God forbid something happened and nobody would know. Right. I do have a couple of, I have, I know I have one coworker in particular that I could ask about that, but, um, yeah, camping high on the list, not high, but mid tier it's on there. I definitely, definitely, definitely want to do, um, a camping trip. I absolutely could not do more than maybe two nights because I do not like public bathrooms. Like that whole idea of having to shower in like a campsite bathroom is already repulsing me just thinking of it because I absolutely remember those showers from camp and I did not enjoy that at all. It was disgusting. It was worse than college. Okay. Those dorm showers were a dream compared to the camp ones. And, um, yeah, for those of you that actually had to share your bathroom with everybody on your floor in school, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Niggas is nasty and niggas is non-gender conforming. It applies to everyone. People are nasty. Okay. I hate, I just got on one of my coworkers today for, um, opening the staff bathroom to someone. I didn't know if they were staff or not. And I'm just like, y'all brought this bitch up here to use this bathroom. You asking me what key it is. Let her go someplace in this building where there is a public bathroom, but neither here nor there. I do not want to, um, I will pee on a bush. Absolutely will. I'd rather shit on a tree than go shower in a public bathroom. And I wear flip-flops at hotel bathrooms. You feel me? Um, So yeah, I just the idea of the water like touching, like if the, like if the, the showers are clogged and like the water just rising up and like touching my feet. Oof, the idea. Not good. Um, so unless of course someone put me on to a campsite that had super clean and really nice bathrooms, but then again, why do I want to sleep outside for more than like one night? You know what I mean? Like maybe two nights. And that's if it's a really fly area and there's so much shit to do. But I also would get tired of like ready-made food, sandwiches, or like, you know, I'm, I'm not that outdoorsy. I want to go maybe at night and head the fuck home. So camping is on the list. I do want to try it. I could see that being like, um, a small group trip to probably make it a little bit more fun. I could see that being a really nice time. Um, maybe one or three, one to three other couples, no more than maybe six people, um, maybe eight, depending, you know, who all, who all is over there, who all wants to come. But um, I can see camping being a good time, but again, for a short time. 
Next on my list is visit a national park. I'm not committed to which one I visit, but when I tell you national parks are some of the absolutely most beautiful views I've ever seen. Uh, most certainly my favorite to date has been in Canada, Alberta and BC, British Columbia have, I want to say Emerald Lake and I think it was called Yoho Forest or Yoho National Park or something. Those two were, oh, nope. Forgot about Ink Pots. Ink Pots was really bomb. Um, Damn, Emerald was cool. The walk to um, Lake Pedo, that shit was nuts on the way down. Like national parks, Canada has got such beautiful, beautiful, beautiful scenery. Beautiful. Dare I say top two, if not easily top three, most beautiful things I've ever seen. I think, damn, most beautiful places I've ever seen. It's high up there. Maybe I'll do another episode on just beauty. Hmm. Write that down. We'll get back on that one. Looping back. But National Park, definitely want to visit. Uh, in the States, definitely did um, Grand Canyon. I did uh, Antelope Canyon. I do not, I know Antelope Canyon is not a national, I, uh, well, I don't want to say I do know for certain, but I am pretty certain that it is privately owned by a, um, a native tribe, if not more than one, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that that's not federal land. Like that's not, um, it's privately owned to some extent. I'm trying to think of anywhere else. Hmm. I don't know if the Grand Canyon is part of like a national park system or not. I don't. But Grand Canyon is actually on our list of shit to do. Boyfriend has some really bomb trips planned out. Uh, Road trips at that. I'm really going to do a lot more road trips this year. We've had some, honestly the best trips that I have had this year have all been road trips except for Dallas. We had a really nice time in Texas. Um, we did a couple different towns in Texas, but we stayed mostly in Dallas and we actually did do a mini road trip while we were out there. We drove from Dallas to OKC, which was a really nice time, but, um, definitely did, uh, ton of road trips, uh, from New York and loved every last one of them. Every last one of them I absolutely loved. And I don't think we did any national parks. There were some parks. There was the park that we did the riding in Hartford, but I don't know if it, and by national park, I don't mean just like a state park, right? Because there's plenty of state parks out in New York and great hiking, good times. I want to do like Yellowstone or I want to do something um, Midwest, Southwest. 
I want to, damn, would I drive that though? I don't know. Nah, I ain't driving that. I ain't driving from New York to there, but that would be a really nice trip to fly into say, um, California and then drive East, um, or fly someplace locally or centrally, if you will, and then drive to a couple of different, uh, national parks in the area, but national park definitely on the list. I absolutely want to visit. Well, I'd love to do more than one. Why limit just one? But if I could get one solid national trip park, I mean, one solid national park trip, I'd be very pleased. So national park is absolutely on the list. Next I have, um, oh, this is related, but not related. I want to downsize my closet. So I am a very mid tier packer. I won't say that I pack light. I do tend to overpack whilst still remaining in a carry on. I do not believe in checked luggage. However, when we are doing road trips, I tend to overpack because it's one of those, all right, well, I don't, I'm not confined to bag limits and sizes. Just throw shit in the car. Oh, you want that? I'll just throw it in the car. Oh, I don't know between these two. I'll just throw it in the car. So I just end up with mad shit when we go on a road trip. But I would love to actually downsize. Like I have a lot of stuff and there, I don't need the majority of this stuff. All the clothes that I have, I find that I wear the same shit any fucking way. So having all this stuff isn't even serving me because I don't use it. So I would absolutely love to live a life in terms of the tangibles, the, um, what's the right word? Cause it's not just clothes, but the way that I pack, the way that I'm able to travel with, what do I need and what might I need? Cause I do bring things that I possibly will need, but know that I likely won't get to using. I absolutely bring more than what I need. So it's not that I'm trying to say that I want to be, I I don't want to live a minimalist life. That's not what I'm going for, but I want to get rid of a lot of this excess shit. Like I don't need, um, you know, three drawers worth of pajamas, but you know, I love a good t-shirt and once that sentimental value hits, shit ain't going nowhere. I'm going to hold on to the t-shirt. I have t-shirts from high school. I have t-shirts from junior high, y'all. I still have and fit my, um, t-shirt, my gym shirt from probably like sixth grade, eighth grade. Um, it was like an adult small, so it's not like, um, you know, I, it wasn't like, a a children's six ten because quiet as is kept a children's 16 18 is probably an adult extra small and adult small because I was wearing children's clothes for years as an adult because why the fuck am I paying adult prices when I'm in children's size clothes it ain't my fault that these American kids are just big I'm gonna spend less if I can sorry um 
So I definitely want to downsize my closet in particular. I then would like to, you know, make my way into um, other areas as I look at two bins and three shelves of shoes. And I wear the same, well, actually, I at least wear all these sneakers. I do. Um, But the stuff over here, not so much. I've got a bunch of heels that I don't wear. I've got shit. I got a pair. I'm looking at a pair of boots that I spent like $50 on. Never wore them. And I was so excited to get them. And then they came and I remember like one of the straps just like, what? How is this supposed to close? How does this work? Never wore them. So I, I really want to downsize the same way that I am able to figure out what the fuck it is I need for each trip. I would like to figure out what I actually need. Just what can I not do without? And the rest, cause it's kind of also like that point in your life where you stop buying forever 21 stuff and you kind of step more into, all right, I don't want to spend $120 on this blazer, but I know that I'm still going to like it six years from now. Or I know that when it comes back in style 20 years from now, it'll still be of solid construction, right? Don't mistake that for stuff from like Forever 21 being trash. I've got stuff from Forever 21 that I've had since college, okay? Um, And shout out to my college that called asking for an alumni donation and I had to tell the young man, Thank you for this call, Nick. However, I'm still paying for my college education. So unfortunately, I don't have the funds to help anyone else with their education just yet. Maybe one day I'll get there. But I'm also not connected to, I'm not really tied to the school as an alma mater. Alma mater. I, it's, it is what it is. I'm just not that excited about it. I didn't have a lot of school spirit while I was there either. So, um, contributing is just one of those things like, meh, we'll see how I feel when I actually have the funds to do it anyway. Um, that's kind of a lie. Also, you find money for the things that you, that matter to you. And I'll find $25, $50 to throw at a bunch of different things. I just spent a hundred dollars on plants today. Am I proud of that? I'll say I'm not, not proud. I, what, you know what my best friend asked me? She said, does it spark joy? And it does. I had been looking at some really sad plants that need to be kind of trimmed down and just kind of, all right, I don't want to throw you away because you're alive, but where you are, this spot looks terrible for you and it's really not doing you any well. So let's do something else. I got to move you, but now I got a big old gap in the aesthetic. So I got to put something in there, but I love Jordan's jungle. They're my favorite nursery. And, um, you know, they have always sent like really healthy stuff. It comes fast and it's great quality, excellent pricing. Also, um, I'll probably do another giveaway with that. Cause I do still have, I want to say a gift card that I can give away. So, um, stay tuned for that. But 
Yeah, I want to downsize. And I want to feel as if when I purchase something, I purchase it because not only is it something that I want, but it's something that I can see continued use for and not necessarily do a lot of, I'm not really, um, hmm, won't say I'm not a fast fashion girl, but what I did start doing is buying things before I need them buying things when I don't need them so that I don't end up overspending and stressing myself out on an outfit or something when it comes time for an event. Um, like the items that I bought from Channel Chana, that giveaway, I'm doing a $50 giveaway for Channel Chana Vintage, which is my favorite resale shop to purchase from. Uh, that giveaway ends on the 31st. So depending on when you listen to this, Um, this is going live on the 30th. So you got a day or two, um, all this is signing up for the mailing list, which exists by the way, um, where I would be letting you guys know of new and exciting things that happen for travel and shit. And, um, like that travel noir feature top 10 podcast listen to for 2022. Yay me pat on the back. Um, but that being said, giveaway for that, I started buying things that I enjoyed before I had an event to go to, or before I knew exactly where I would wear it and everything, not everything, but everything that I purchased because I loved it, everything I purchased because it, you know, meant something to me, I've absolutely worn. Anything that I bought because I was going someplace, not everything, but at least uh, in the last year or so, I can't say everything, but most of the shit that I bought, like before, where were we going? Um, When I started getting ready to pack for Dallas, I think I bought like two dresses or something like that. And it ended up being too fucking cold. So I bought stuff for the trip that I ended up not even wearing, not even like, it's just sitting in the closet with a tag on it someplace. Wasted fucking money. So I really want to declutter. And also my style is just changing. Like I'm just not interested in a lot of the things that I was interested in 10 years ago. Um, A lot of shit don't fit anymore. So I really want to get rid of the stuff that isn't serving me. And I feel that that has the potential to make more space for bigger and better things, things that I do enjoy and things that I do, um, love and that resonate and speak more to where I am, uh, in that space or in that I don't want to say like stage in life because I've always been a sweatpants girl. I've always been, I got hoodies for fucking days. Half of my closet is hoodies. And, um, that includes like my hoodies and his hoodies because his hoodies are my hoodies. We wear the same size fucking hoodie. Well, I can get into a small, he cannot, but, um, I prefer mediums. I just like my shit to fit loose. So now that we've combined, (laughs) clothes and by combined, I mean, I just wear his stuff. So that being said, it's just like, I've got half a closet full of hoodies 
I went through them. And I mean, literally half of my closet, I have a walk-in closet and half of my closet is hoodies. And it's not like a traditional walk-in closet. Like, you know, you walk in, turn around and you're still in the closet. Like, no, I, it's just a pretty, it's about five, maybe the closet is about six feet long and about three feet deep. So like I can walk into it, but like I ain't getting lost. I'm, it's, I'm like right there. So it's not that, um, it ain't that wild. Let's not get carried away. Um, but it's a nice size closet. Half of that bitch is hoodies. Um, so I, I really want to get rid of a lot of stuff that isn't serving me. The hoodies are, so those aren't going anywhere, but, um, I want to live a little bit closer to the way that I pack. I'm able to, excuse me, I find that when I travel, I end up bringing more shit than I need. And I'm, now that I'm reflecting on it, I see that I, you know, am living the same way. I just have more stuff than I actually need. And I would like to remedy that. So, um, I have a couple of things in terms of like, professional in my couple. I mean, I only have three. I just want to do more content. I want to work on a virtual event and I want to build more community. Like I want to talk with you guys more. I want to find some kind of space or a way or a platform, whatever medium, um, to see where y'all at, hear from you, speak to you and find out who all the fuck out there. Like who all is listening? Who are you? (laughs) What do you like? What y'all into? What y'all getting into this weekend? Like, I talk to y'all every week, and I am we're we're kind of we're kind of family because we talk a lot. Y'all sit and listen to me ramble every week about how I can think of my regular life intersecting with travel, and I enjoy it. But while y'all get to hear me, I don't get to hear you. And I would like to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not discord. Is it discourse? I would like, I just want to, I want to communicate with y'all. I want to, I want to see what all y'all are into and what you what you like and what you don't like about the podcast. Um, just more of like who you guys are. I want to do more, um, community engagement. Like I want to, I appreciate y'all. And I feel as if I would like to find whatever way showing that appreciation, uh, not resolutes, um, resonates best with you guys as my audience. That's essentially what I'm getting at. Um, I want to do some, I said like a virtual event, uh, in terms of maybe, um, a live show where you guys do more participating. I really, really had a great time when I had, I see both of their faces in my mind right now, Tiffany and, uh, Brittany, um, Hey y'all, where I had two of my listeners come on and do an episode with me. That was a lot of fucking fun. And I would love to do that again. Um, So I would like to, and I have a lot of ideas for content. It's just that I am one of those people that I'm your idea friend. If you ever need an idea or you need suggestions or advice, I always got something for you. Always promise you that. 
I am full of ideas, but when it comes to execution, that's where I lack. So I've got stuff that I want to do. I see full projects in my mind. It's just, um, getting there. It's the pieces that make up the whole is where I am struggling with a lot of the different things that I see happening. Um, and it's just me. I'm a one man show. Um, so it can feel a bit overwhelming for me because I am still trying to three years in now figure out, um, the best format and process to go about doing things other than showing up and talking every week. So showing up and running my mouth, got it. That I can do. That's not a problem. I can talk. Um, but there's a lot, I want to do so much more than just talk. Um, and I'm just still trying to figure out what all that looks like without dropping the ball on the podcast coming out every week. So that's kind of where my head is ruminating for le future. Um, in 2022. I don't know what it's going to look like. 2021 was a shit show. 2020 was a shit show. Um, there was a lot of stressful shit for me, but there was also a lot of really incredible shit. And so, you know, this goal setting thing is not exactly something that I have traditionally been very good at, but now that I've put, what was it like seven things, two, four, six, seven things out in the air that I said I'm going to do, hopefully, no, I will do my best to make them happen because they're things that I want to do and I'm very good at doing what I want to do. So shouldn't be difficult, right? So I guess we can say at some point, maybe I'll do a check-in on the um, travel resolutions, travel goals, if you will, and see how I'm doing. I wonder what you guys are working on. So feel free to reach out, email dcarry at travelandshitpodcast.com. It's D-C-A-R-R-I-E at travel the letter N S H I T P O D C A S T dot com. That's how you can find me. Just shoot me an email and I would love to hear what you guys are planning. If there's any way that I can support you in your resolutions, give it a shot. Let me know. It might be something that I can help you with. And if I can't help you, I've been known to be a really fucking good plug. You know how you have that friend that like has a guy. I generally have a guy. So, um, as always, travel is so much more than vacation. And this week, in this episode, it has been about goals. It has been about, I don't really like resolution, something about the word resolution. I think it's just like triggering for the whole, oh, new year, new me, uh, that whole thing. So we won't call them resolutions. We'll call them travel goals. You have goals in life, whether they be 
relationship goals, whether they be, um, and I don't mean that in the sense of finding someone to model your relationship after. I mean, in terms of the relationship goal is to save to buy a house or to, you know, really work on communicating better so that you guys can enjoy watching a movie without arguing by the time, you know, the, the protagonist has identified the antagonist, um, stuff like, you know, uh, career goals, stuff like financial goals. We've got goals for all of that. So why not have goals for fun shit like travel and, you know, It was a really easy list to make once I got out of the definitive areas, right? Once I let go of, well, well, when would I want to do this? Or, well, how much is this? What do you want to do? And then we'll figure out the rest. So those are the things that I want to do. And all year I'll be figuring out how. So hit me up. Let me know what the fuck y'all got going on because I care. All right, guys, that is all. See y'all next week. Bye. Oh, wait, I hear Binksy. Hold on. Let me have her do her little cameo. Put my shoes on. Hold on, I'm gonna get the dog. And this is for the YouTube. But And if you want to see Banksy do her little cameo, you're gonna have to go to the YouTube. And that link is also in the description box. Hold on, I'm gonna get my baby. Can y'all hear her munching around? Look at this little cutie pie. Big yawn. Okay, Banksy, say bye. You don't even. No. Okay. All right, y'all. Bye.